This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, members of Congress want the Postal Service to rethink their plans to provide banking services. It's going to be up to federal contractors to determine which of their employees are excused from the vaccine mandate. But all contractors do need to abide by it, even those under special arrangements. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Top Republicans on the House Financial Services and Oversight and Reform Committees tell the Postal Service to rethink plans to offer more banking services. Congressman Patrick McHenry and James Comer say Postmaster General Louis DeJoy did not loop them into the plans to launch a check-cashing pilot at four post offices last month. The lawmakers say postal banking goes beyond the agency's core mission and expect a USPS briefing on plans for the pilot before the end of the month. It's up to federal contractors to decide how they'll handle employee medical or religious exceptions to the vaccine mandate. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Biden administration says federal contractors should decide how they'll grant accommodations to their own employees. They should also set a timeline for their employees to get vaccinated if they don't receive an accommodation. The administration reiterated contractors who previously had COVID-19 should still be fully vaccinated by the December deadline. Per CDC guidance, contractors who recently had the virus could wait longer to get the shot. Nicole Legrisco, Federal News Network. Federal contractors need to abide by the Biden administration's vaccine mandate, even if they're non-traditional vendors working under other transaction agreements. Here's Federal News Network's Jared Serbu with more. It's very rare for the Pentagon to require specific language in OTAs, since they're designed to attract new vendors with more flexible terms. But a DOD memo says agreements officers must require most companies working under OTAs to follow the Safer Federal Workforce Task Force's COVID protocols. The requirements apply to OTAs worth $250,000 or more, They apply to any agreements the military enters into after November 14th, and in some cases, even earlier. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Congress is concerned about how the Defense Department is moving forward with space acquisition. The creation of the Space Force was supposed to centralize the procurement of space weapons. However, members of the Senate Appropriations Committee say they are concerned at how slowly DOD is consolidating its space acquisition offices. The committee is asking for a report from the Pentagon identifying space procurement and development programs. U.S. counterintelligence officials want to work more closely with key industries. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The National Counterintelligence and Security Center is prioritizing outreach efforts to a select few tech sectors that officials believe are crucial to U.S. economic and national security. The focus is on artificial intelligence, biotechnology, autonomous systems, quantum computing, and semiconductors. NCSC says it wants to make companies aware of challenges from foreign intelligence threats, as well as the steps it can take to stop them. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Biden administration sets up another busy year for chief data officers. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman explains. The Federal Data Strategy's 2021 Action Plan directs agencies to focus on cross-cutting work like accelerating developments in artificial intelligence, using government data to stem wildfires, and building up data skills within the federal workforce. It also directs the CDO Council with creating a Data Skills Workforce Development Playbook to help agencies stand up training programs. It notes the Office of Personnel Management expects to complete a data science job series later this year. Jory Heckman, 
Federal News Network. President Biden's nominees for the Federal Labor Relations Authority say tackling the backlog of unfair labor practice complaints is their top priority. FLRA is a backlog of roughly 275 pending cases. The authority cannot enforce or weigh in on those agency and union disputes without a general counsel. Kurt Rumsfeld is the president's pick to be the FLRA general counsel. He says he'd use tactics the authority deployed to address past backlogs. The FLRA has not had a general counsel for over four years. The Pentagon's inspector general found there was nothing improper about the appointing of the National Security Agency's top lawyer last fall. In a newly released report, the IG concluded that the Trump White House did not pressure the Pentagon to select Michael Ellis to serve as NSA general counsel in late 2020. The IG also found the NSA did nothing wrong when it later placed Ellis on administrative leave for allegedly mishandling classified information. Ellis ultimately resigned from his post in April. A new study is casting doubt on a plan that would move TRICARE recipients away from military health facilities. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more. A Defense Department-funded report says that moving TRICARE beneficiaries away from military hospitals and clinics would cause increased mortality and lower patient safety. That's because those patients are getting better care from military facilities. Congress mandated that DOD downsize its hospital system in 2016. The plan would close 50 facilities and move 200,000 people into civilian care. The Defense Health Agency has been rethinking the plan after seeing how the coronavirus pandemic stressed civilian hospitals. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Under a bill passed by the House, the Commerce Department would lead a new supply chain security effort around information and communications technologies. The ICT Strategy Act would require an analysis of the competitive state of U.S. companies and recommendations for how agencies could address any competitive barriers. The strategy and recommendations would also include input from DHS, the FCC, the Justice Department, and the intelligence community, as well as trusted ICT vendors. There is no companion bill in the Senate, however. And GSA is facing new pressures about recent cloud services efforts. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. Two industry associations are raising concerns about two separate cloud computing issues from the General Services Administration. The Coalition for Government Procurement writes to GSA about its plans to create a blanket purchase agreement for cloud services. It says this generic government-wide vehicle may be redundant and wasteful. Meanwhile, CompTIA writes to GSA regarding public comments made by officials during a recent industry day. CompTIA is concerned that GSA is promoting ideas that justify vendor lock-in and anti-competitive actions. Both associations are trying to get ahead of potential problems. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.